Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to The Horror Hangout, a podcast where film fans watch the best and worst horror movies of all time and talk about them. Today's episode is a special bonus episode with two members of the festival programming team of the Forbidden Worlds Film Festival, uh, The Big Scream, which is a free day horror themed film festival at the former Bristol IMAX with a selection of cult and classic horror movies being shown. The festival will be held from Friday the 28th of October to Sunday the 30th of October. Uh, the programme will feature a 35th anniversary screening of Sam Raimi's Evil Dead 2, John Carpenter's original 1978 masterpiece Halloween, cult favourite Fright Night, as well as a universal horror, horror classic, A Shaw Brothers Insanity, and much more. So joining me today are Tessa Williams, who has a degree in film studies from Aberystwyth University, master's in screenwriting. Uh, she's an avid film reviewer and writer. She is convinced that she has seen 90% of films in existence. That's a lot. And is always on the hunt for new ones. Uh, and, and Anthony Neild was a Blu-ray producer at Arrow Films, working on tons of Arrow video and Arrow Academy titles. And for the past four years, he's been head of production at Powerhouse Films, but he's all about the physical media when not helping put films on a massive screen. Thank you both for joining us and welcome Tessa and Tony. Thank you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Absolutely. No problem at all. I hope I trust you are both very well. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. yes. And excited because it is currently October. We are a few days into Yay! October. Yeah. Yeah. Is it the Yay! best? Is it the best month of the year? definitely definitely yeah. autumn is the best season and then yeah. you have halloween on the horizon yes. and you know people who love christmas have that in the near future as well so it's see great. i prefer october and halloween because th- there's too much pressure with christmas exactly there's exactly. too much going on you've got to, you know you've got to see all your family or your friends you got to buy things for people we don't have to yeah. but halloween is my christmas so it's yeah so i'm very okay. very excited about our halloween film festival yes yes of course what a way to end uh october do you tend to do both of you tend to spend like all of october watching strictly horror films as well i think that's you um, 
Yeah, it's a bit different for me because I, I work in Blu-rays and generally we're working on stuff three, four, five months ahead of the release date. So at the start of summer, that's when I watch all the horror films because we normally release those around about Halloween. So I'm always a little bit behind or ahead rather. Yes, ahead. Yeah, yeah ahead. Ahead of the curve, of mm -hmm. course. But I think, yeah, so far this month, we're like, what, 4th of October, and I've been watching a horror film a day, pretty much. Oh, have you? Because, you know, which, yeah, ones course, have you yeah. which ones have you watched? Um, so I finally got around to watching Slenderman. That was an experience. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I watched a film called Maniacs, in which uh, Jeff Fahey plays a serial killer. And the Queen pops up at the end, which was oh, very, very, oh, very strange. <laughs> the actual um, Queen? The actual the Queen, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. Have I got the disc to hand? I haven't got it to hand, otherwise I'll show you the cover. It's a very strange Amazing. one, that one. And then yesterday I watched a recent Welsh remake of Night of the Living Dead. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> Intriguing. A Welsh yeah. remake of Night of the Living Dead, did you say? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. You can't just I leave normally it. Have you can't, a, you can't just normally, leave it <laughs> Normally in, in October I have a day, like I make a spreadsheet of what horror, horror films I'm going to watch. Um, but I've just that's been too a, busy this month. Incredibly organised, getting the old a spreadsheet. Cat eh? me, sorry. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, a spreadsheet. <laughs> Spreadsheets are, yes. are impressive. Um, I've been we've too been busy arranging the film festival. <laughs> that's that's the perfect excuse, isn't it? I've been too busy arranging a massive film festival than uh, <laughs> putting this spreadsheet together. Uh, yeah. So how how exciting the big screen uh, is and looks. Sorry, um, I've got myself some tickets. Um, tickets are still still available as well, aren't they? For yes. just individual screenings or yes, um, we've got no, weekend no. passes, day passes, and individual screenings still available. Mm, okay, um, I will put the link to to tickets in in the show notes as well. So if anybody's listening and thinks it sounds this sounds right up your alley, I mean it should do. If you're listening to a horror movie podcast, pretty sure <laughs> it depends how close to Bristol you are, of course. But pretty sure this is definitely going to be on the cards for and what a way to celebrate Halloween. I always feel like I want to do something special, and I've never done anything like quite like this. Sort of, um, obviously, I've moved horror movie nights around about Halloween in the comfort of my own home, but in an on an IMAX screen, surrounded by yeah. surrounded by a similar sort of horror fans as well. It's going very, very to exciting. be amazing, and we've got a few surprises in store as well. So, good surprises. It's def definitely worth coming. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's also worth pointing out what you said about watching them with a group of like minded people, because I, I think horror films especially have that thing where the communal experience really works. Mm. Everybody's jumping at the same times, laughing at the same times, are relieved at the same times. And, you know, to have that, especially on that kind of screen, mm. where the, you know, the film is so, 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 so big. Mm. Is, is just yeah is, is a wonderful thing definitely yeah we definitely found that at our first festival back in may because we showed things like basket case and poltergeist um and girls night out and tenebrae and like you said oh. anthony the audience reactions together were were really yeah it's just something very <clears throat> special about that so going all the way back to may the inaugural festival how was um, forbidden worlds festival originally conceived um, and how and and on top of that, how did the big scream go? How was that? Um, how did that come about? I guess my first question would be. Do you have anyone or just should we, should we just answer together? Answer together. <laughs> bounce, 
Just store steamroll in there. Whoever. Okay. Well, I'll start, and then you can take over, Anthony. Okay. So, um, as far as I know, the um, Forbidden Worlds Film Festival came together um, mostly. I mean, I think it was all down to Ty, really. His it was his idea, um, and then he was talking to Dave uh, of Twentieth Century Flicks about starting a genre festival in Bristol because Bristol is such a cultural city and it needed something like that mm. and then they really started to get the idea together and then brought Anthony and myself and Tom Vincent in um, and Anthony carry on. <laughs> yeah so so part of it as well was um, this year is the the 40th birthday of 20th century flicks. Yes Yes, I saw um, that. That's, that's yeah. insane, isn't it? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been going continuously since 1982. Even through COVID, they still had, you know, like a courier service and all the rest. Um, yeah. yeah so, so one of the things then was, was um, because it was 40 years, that they then hit upon this concept that, well, let's show a bunch of films from 1982, because this was also kind of like a, yeah. a high mark in genre cinema as well. So, you know, you've got films, I think Tessa already said a bunch of them, um, Basket Case, Poltergeist, Tenebrae, um, <laughs> The Dark Crystal, um, whatever else it was that we shown. We shown tons of them. The Challenge. Um, the Challenge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, thrilling what a year sword. 1982 was. Wow. Exactly. Uh, the Secret exactly. of Nim. Secret of Nim. Oh, yeah, of course. So, so, yeah, so we had this whole diverse kind of thing. We had almost 1,200 people show up over the three days amazing um and then because you know we kind of proved that yeah bristol wants this kind of thing then we've come back to do another one six months later four months yeah, later seven months, months later. later whatever it is i can't remember and was also that... because sorry Karen. sorry no go on tessa After i'm just you. gonna say because um generally for, for someone like me who loves horror films i've always sort of tended to go to London for Halloween weekend and go to the all-nighter the Prince Charles cinema or something because I want to oh, wow. celebrate Halloween watching horror films on the big screen and Bristol uh, I thought think needed something like that um and so so it made perfect sense to have a Halloween film festival as well was that always on the cards or was it like did, was it based on how audiences reacted to say or how you felt after watching Basket Case and Poltergeist on the big screen did that kind of get the, the sort of cogs ticking over thinking about making a halloween themed event as well. i think it was a bit of both i mean because because we already had strong tree sales and everything back in may that we knew the festival would be a success but then i think actually being there with the audience and understanding who the audience were and what they wanted mm -hmm. and on the on the last day um everybody you know as they were leaving for like their last film whether they stayed to watch the very very end one or the one before we're like, can you please do this again? Can you please do this again? So we yeah, thought we wouldn't we, we wouldn't make them wait wait a whole year. We'd do like a <laughs> a special event until before yeah. next May. Because then yeah. obviously next May we'd like to have our second proper Forbidden Worlds film festival. Yeah. Wow. I'm gonna make it a regular thing. Well, like a, a May and then a Halloween hmm. sort of schedule. Yeah, hopefully. That would be cool. Yeah. And, and part of it as well was also just proving that the, the IMAX screen would work, um, you know, just in terms of a, a crowd puller. So in between the festival back in May and the one we got coming up in October, most weekends now have some kind of event there, which 20th Century Flick's been putting on, Film Noir have been putting on. 
There's a new yeah, science fiction that. outfit. They're about to do both of the Judge Dredd films. The Aquarium themselves um, have been showing films. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot going on back there again now, which is really good. Yeah. Plus, we showed the uh, the Michael Flatley film as well, which, oh, yeah, did that. <laughs> which I still and haven't seen. Showed... <laughs> oh my gosh. So obviously, and we showed you... um, RRR as well, which was uh, oh, yeah. just phenomenal. Did see that, phenomenal yeah. on that screen. I haven't. I'm sorry, I haven't actually seen that, but I imagine seeing that on that big screen. I've seen clips, yeah, and that, it looks that like, was epic. Like, yeah, like yeah. People on experience. their feet throughout the film applauding <laughs> and all the rest. It was. Uh, yeah, talking about audience interactions. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was amazing. So, so Tessa, you did already, already mention Ty, and he has actually appeared on Horror Hangout podcast before, yeah. uh, when we attended the Bristol Bad Film Club screening of Sleepaway Camp, and then he gave oh, yes, yes. Um, what, gave gave us some trivia that were in, was included as well. Um, so yeah, if anybody wants to go back and listen to that um, for more sort of genre Bristol Bad Film Club themed action, go and do that. Uh, okay, yes. my next question is: What inspired the choices for the films that are being shown across the three days at the end of October? Um, so, Anthony, do you want to start with Friday, then I'll do Saturday? Yeah, sure, yeah. Um, so I, I think the main thing that we found was that the mix that we did back in May really, really worked um, because we we just had a little bit of everything. Um, you know, there was some kids' films, there was martial arts films, there was, you know, weird Asian cinema, there was pure horror, there was kind of more, you know, culty kind of horror and so on. Um, there weren't any two films which felt the same, really. So I think we felt that we had to get that balance again, but also that balance between um, kind of your obvious kind of blockbuster within the genre. So Evil Dead 2 is obviously, you know, a big horror crowd pleaser. So that's in the program. Halloween is a big horror crowd pleaser. Uh, the original Halloween, that is. So that's in the program. Um, but then you know, whilst those will be the most popular films, those are the ones which get the prime kind of slots. What we can also do um, within that is, is do a few films which are, say, more obscure that people might take a risk going to see, like we had last time with The Challenge or Three and Bloody Sword. This year we've got it with The Boxer's Omen, for example, the Shaw Brothers film. Um, but also because we're not tethered by the year anymore, we can go way back... So we've got horror films from the 30s, from the 50s, uh, The Tingler, which is an amazing film, uh, Night of the Eagle, those are both, both on the first day. Um, so we've got some uh, horror comedies. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just trying to find that balance where every, there's something for everybody. And if you were to buy the weekend pass, like a lot of people did, you know, there was a real hardcore, you know, uh, last time around of everybody, uh, people who'd watched everything. Um, that they're not going to find anything repetitious. They're not going to get bored. You know, the next yeah. one is going to be different from the last one. And hopefully it's going to be just as good. A delicious horror buffet, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so um, for sorry, Saturday, on, uh, so fr Friday, Saturday and Sunday um, are quite different. I feel like on Friday we have some more classics, I guess, mm -hmm. uh, especially as we've got Evil Dead 2, and that's a great way to begin. Uh, and the Tingler as well, which will be really fun. And then Saturday was kind of more focusing on women in horror day. 
Um, so we spent some time thinking about that. And I met a lot of women um, who, who write uh, horror and direct horror in Bristol, who I'd never met before. Wow. So some of those women are getting involved and showing their short films um, before some of the films okay. on Saturday. Saturday is going to be a great day of like introductions and short films and classic films, because, of course, we've got The Bride of Frankenstein. Then we've got The Craft then Halloween, then Elvira, and then the Slumber Party Massacre. So it's going to be oh, a real yeah. epic woman girl power day. <laughs> yeah, it sure sounds like it. Didn't the Slumber Party Massacre celebrate an, an anniversary as well recently? Like a big yeah, one? Yeah, is, that, is that 1982? Yeah. It is, 1982? Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, so it's surprising we didn't actually show that in May, but luckily we didn't. So uh, I think it's because we had Girls' Night Out back in May. That's yeah. pretty yeah. similar. Yeah. in many ways and then also um on the sunday this year every film is an 18 as well so that's like a bit of like a hardcore yeah. kind of uh end of the festival and sundays is definitely out there indie um probably films you will never have seen in the cinema day i think especially wow. like boxers omen um, yeah, I've never I've never seen the Boxer's Omen. Uh, my co-host Luke has seen it, and he told me all about it. And it sounds I can't like wait to see that on the IMAX because it is crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, my next question is: Which of those films are you probably most excited to experience with an uh, an audience of horror fans? Is it the films perhaps that you you're expecting not so many people to have seen? I mean, for me, um, it'll be Halloween because Halloween's my favorite horror film of all time, and. And I've never seen Halloween on a screen that big. Um, so I'm really excited to see that with the crowd. Yeah. Uh, um, for me, yeah, I think like Bride of Frankenstein is probably my favourite horror film of all okay. time as well. So I've got that there. But also, um, I think one of the things that we had we had last time is, is even if you know the film very well or, you know, um, because obviously we watch every film together before we... Um, before we mm. program it, that's that's part of the way that it works. That we all get together, watch the films as a group, and then if it kind of makes the long list, um, then you know we make sure that rights are available, that kind of thing, that we can actually afford to show it, and that's kind of how we whittle it down. So between us all, we we've generally watched all of the films beforehand, um, but then watching them again with a new audience is is like seeing them with fresh eyes. It really <laughs> is. Um, yeah. especially something like, you know, Thrilling Bloody Sword last time around, because that is, you know, such an out there kind of film. And to just hear behind you, you know, the, the gasps of astonishment yeah. as, as it's kind of gone on. Yeah. That's an amazing thing. It really is. It's also the same with Basket Case, because it's such, uh, some people don't know about it. And, you know, when they're watching it for the first time, it's, it's quite an event. <laughs> It's definitely an event. I mean, I saw it for the first time only probably only like a couple of years ago. Um, Alice Taylor Matthews joined us for that one. Um, and moving swiftly on from Alice Taylor Matthews, I understand there are also going to be special introductions and guest speakers. Can you tell us much about those or are most of them surprises? Some of them are surprises, but um, okay. we can tell you about some of them. Um, <laughs> do you want to do Friday again, Anthony? Um, um <laughs> I'll have to get it up in front of me because <laughs> I'll, I still can't I'll, remember. I'll give you some of There Saturday. are just so many that I can't even yeah. list them without. So, <laughs> yeah, on Saturday, I mean, we do have some surprises, which are very hush-hush, yeah. and no one mm -hmm. is allowed to mention any of them <laughs> until the day. Um, but we have um, 
uh, Halloween's being uh, introduced by uh, Melanie Light, who's a writer and director of horror. Um, and um, The Craft is being introduced by Gabby, who is also a writer and director of horror. And the same with The Slumber Party Massacre. So we've got a few very special people mm. coming soon. And, and Alice's all... intro in Evil Dead 2 as well. Mm. Amazing. That will and be. And are you introducing the tingler, Anthony? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So so also between us all we'll, <laughs> you know, have some intros as well. So I'll be introducing yeah. the tingler, because uh, that's okay. one of my favourites. There'll be lots Tessa, of exciting are intros. Are you introducing mm -hmm. anything, Tessa? I'll be introducing the Slumber Party Massacre um with Sophie and Dan, who made the short film The Thing That Ate the Birds. Um, I don't know if you've seen that, but it it's very good. But okay. if you come on the day, hopefully you can see it then. <laughs> okay, that'll be shown as well. Wonderful, amazing. Okay, um, I mean, as it's Halloween season, are you encouraging attendees to dress up, or is it just? I mean, it's, it's to be expected, I guess, isn't it? Yeah, no pressure, um, but we will be giving <laughs> prizes to the best dressed. <laughs> no pressure, but there are prizes. <laughs> <laughs> but actually probably not the best dress but the most interestingly dressed. Mm. <laughs> oh okay i see but uh, dressing up is not compulsory no no i mean that would be we unfair, may get involved it? ourselves though okay mm. interesting mm. you've got, so got some got something <laughs> planned again surprises these are all things that you can yeah, see yeah, yeah. yeah when you attend yeah. a festival we can't give it can't <laughs> give a giveaway to goods right now that's just unfair um, Although it might be a bit terrifying if we all stand at the door welcoming people dressed up as Michael Myers. Yeah. But might do I like, Yeah, I feel like, I feel like I'd, quite, I'd, quite li I'd quite like that. Initially, I think I'd quite like it. But then, you know, if you turn around and Michael Myers is sat behind you watching Halloween. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that would be an experience. Quite scary. Um, if either of you could land the rights to screen any one particular film, this is actually a question from my co-host, Andy. Uh, if you could land the rights to screen any particular film, which one would you choose? What a question that is. That's a big question. That is a, a big question. Mm. Probably the biggest question. Uh, it's almost like saying, what's your favourite film? And, and then... <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we could probably land the rights to screen Aliens, but I'd love to screen Aliens in the giant screen. But, um... Oh, yes. Can you imagine that? <laughs> that would be amazing. But Anthony probably knows more obscure films <laughs> um i mean the thing is though i don't think it necessarily has to be obscure no. um so um, there's something you love obscure yeah yeah i'm just trying to so like one of my favorite big screen experiences was seeing um suspiria at the egyptian theater in la on their gigantic oh screen. wow okay and that was absolutely phenomenal so like to, to possibly yeah to be able to to then just, share that with a bristol audience would yeah. be uh, and just hearing that amazing. hearing that goblin soundtrack as well yeah just, yeah 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 that would be amazing that would be yeah amazing. and then tenebrae you know back in may was was one of our most popular screenings so um yeah that more argento more. definitely i fell in love with that film in may <laughs> oh wow it was more amazing. argento 100 percent Definitely. Yes. We are lacking uh, in Argento this time, but we will bring Argento back in May. <laughs> amazing. Um, I'll tell you what would be a good shout. Dracula 3D. Anything 3D. Controversial. Tony's face. I'm just thinking <laughs> of like a movie, a movie that uh that you could that you could watch and just the reactions from the audience would just be like 
Holy yeah, maybe like pir- Piranha 3D. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't necessarily anything. have to be a film in 3D, but like uh, anything 3D, yeah. Friday the 13th, mm. part, which one was it? Six or seven? Three. That was, yeah, part three. Oh, three. Yeah. Oh, part yeah. three. Because we were, actually, we were actually thinking about showing Friday the 13th, part three, our first festival in 3D. Um, but we may have had a 3D issue. 3D. Oh, 3D yeah. issue. But we will yeah. get it working. <laughs> Those damn IMAX screens, eh? <laughs> uh, well, it was at a commission for a while, wasn't it? Yes. Like a number of years. So you bring, bring yeah, your life, yeah. Um, what is next on the slate for Forbidden Worlds Festival for 2023 and beyond? Obviously, if there are going to be surprises, don't worry about telling us. But maybe we've we've already kind of covered that there will be an event next year, <laughs> and mm. hopefully, hopefully, an event. Have you got things in mind? Have you already been planning? Uh-huh. Kind of loosely, yeah, yeah. But I think once, once we, um, yeah, once once October's done, and yes. we've had a little bit of time to rest afterwards because it does get quite tiring over three <laughs> yeah. days running a festival. Um, but yeah, yeah, once yeah, once we're a bit more rested back in November, then yeah, we'll be straight back, getting back together, uh, watching a ton of films together, yeah. whittling it yeah. down, and then we'll have yeah a bunch more for you back in May. Amazing. Yeah, that's well, the fun I... thing, isn't it? Starting to get the list of films together and to watch as a team. So we'll mm-hmm. be doing that probably in January. So you all get together to watch the films as a team then? Mostly. Yeah, so um, 20th Century Flicks has got the two ah. little cinemas. Oh, wow. So we tend to use uh, one of those. Amazing. That is amazing. Okay, so obviously that is incredibly, incredibly exciting. So where can our listeners find more from the Forbidden Worlds Festival or keep up to date with those future events that we've already mentioned, I guess, like website and social social links? Yeah, if you sign up to um, our, um, yeah, on our website, if you sign up and then you'll get all the information sent to your email. Um, oh, wonderful. And you, can, you can buy tickets on our website, obviously, um, and we're on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. Um, but, Sweet. Yeah. I will put all of those um, social media links in in the show notes as well. So if you're listening and you'd like to go straight to the website to buy a weekend pass, then uh, of course do that. I'm very excited to to be attending, and I guess you guys are incredibly excited to be um, involved. Very again. excited. Very <laughs> yeah, very yeah, excited. It's like three weeks in a few days. It's crazy. Oh my goodness! So wow. three weeks countdown is Friday. Well. Yeah. Not long to go. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, I met someone today though who um people still don't know that we have a giant IMAX screen in Bristol. Like oh, wow. there are not enough people that know it's there, so we just need bet, to tell them. Well, if people know it's there, I bet they think this is out of commission. So we need to just go, it's yeah. back. We need to yeah. beam like a like a beam of light up into the up into the sky with the Forbidden Worlds Festival logo on it, like the bat That's signal. what we need, yeah. Um <laughs> and just get everybody to descend upon um Descend upon the IMAX uh, on Halloween weekend. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. So thank you very much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, become a patron over at patreon.com forward slash horror hangout. Thanks to Taj Easton for our theme music. Thanks to ACAST for hosting the show. Please consider giving us a rating or review and head over to the Facebook group Horror Hangout Board Advisors for more. Thank you very much for joining me, Tessa and Tony. Thank you. Thanks a lot. See you next time.